I believe this is episode 12. I think it is. Number mm-hmm. one, two. Hit, hit him with the combo. One, <laughs> two. Hook. <laughs> Left hook. Right hook. Uh, Uppercut. Now you, now you get to get a glimpse of what I deal with every day. <laughs> yeah, you She's know. She's a handful. I'm... <laughs> I'm so hard to handle. Yeah. I was going to make a joke, but I'm going to keep that to myself. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Cut it out. Full house, Joey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of house, well, that's what we're going to talk about today. A part of what we're going to talk about. Well, correct. Because you know us, we just move all over the place. We all ramble and we move on and we're just kind of like throwing shit at the wall and, and seeing see what, what happens. See what sticks. Yeah. What makes a mess. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I, um, you know, last week, was it the, I think it was the day of we found out we got it, right? I think so. I believe it was. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, because we yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. So we had the inspection today. Everything came out pretty well. For those of you who are tuning in, Jordan is the proud owner of a home, a first homeowner. Mm-hmm. Right in Westwood off of Pinehurst. Um, yeah, the inspection went well. There's just a few minor things. Um, now we got to get it appraised um, and then kind of work through the paperwork and all that crap. And then eventually, um, yeah, sign on the dotted line. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a weird experience. If you're a first-time home buyer, definitely have a realtor that you trust. That is key. Do you trust your realtor? Oh, of course. Okay, good. She's been doing it for a long time. Um, she's actually in mid-Michigan, mostly Lansing, Jackson, that kind of stuff. Um, so she had l- helped us look in Charlotte last year when we were looking. Thank God we didn't buy a house there. No offense to Charlotte or anything. It's just very small. I'm, I'm not a small town person. Like Kalamazoo is just right. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, she made a special exception. I'm sure she's glad that she doesn't have to drive over here anymore. But um, yeah, get somebody that's been doing it a long time that knows what they're doing, that has, you know, good reviews. Someone who it, can vouch for you because basically yeah, they're speaking on your behalf. Pretty much. In this day and age, too, being a realtor has got to be different. Because, like, before, you know, technology really boomed, you had to find the houses, you had to, you know, now a realtor, their main purpose is really just getting you in a house because mm-hmm. the the hunters are finding it because mm-hmm. of Zillow and other things. Um, so, yeah, um, it's just a very daunting process. Like, my, my wife was asking me about a few things, and I'm like, you are asking the wrong person. Like, I know a lot, but I don't know anything about buying a house. So, um yeah, make sure you're pre-approved too. That makes the process a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, if you because when I got mine, um, I was pre-approved, and it made it a lot easier yeah. because then we were like able to be like, okay, well, these are the houses that you know I can get. These are the houses that I can't. Mm-hmm. This, this, and that. Um, when I'm thinking about what happened after I bought the house, it was. Then it went into like inspections and then it went into after the inspections, correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a minute yeah. for me. Um, they came back and told you how much your house was um appraised for. Correct. Yep, that's the next step. Um and so um the house was actually appraised for less than what I offered. 
And then I, I just ended up paying what the appraisal rate was. Gotcha. So Did you I have an appraisal guarantee? I don't remember. I think so. Okay. Because I, I would so. advise that as well. Um, because yeah. in this market, you're going to have to offer more than what it's worth. Yeah. Um, but like for us, so the house was listed for 169. We offered 186, and we had a appraisal guarantee of 10 grand. So if it, eva- it, it values at anything under 176, we're going to have to pay that $10,000. Yeah. Because the bank is not going to fund you for that money. Right. Um, so yeah, set it where you're comfortable. Don't be that person that says, "Oh, I'll offer this," and there's no appraisal guarantee. Because then, it, like, say you put one ninety and it values for one sixty, you're on the hook for thirty grand. Yeah, your SOL yeah. is really what it is. I mean, if you've got the money, more power to you. But I mean, but do you really want to throw away thirty grand? Like, it's gonna just be over because? that for us after closing costs and everything. I mean, we put fifteen down. 50%. Yeah. Yeah. But you're going to get that wrapped up in the whole thing, correct? Like, you're not just going to pay 30 grand down. No, is that no, no, what no, no, you're no. saying? That, that's to move into the house. That's the down payment. Yeah, yeah. So it's 15%. So it's right. just going to be a lot with closing costs and everything. Yeah, it is a lot. It's kind of like, I will say, when I remember when it was starting, I was like, damn, this is more than I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be initially. I was mm-hmm. like, is this actually the route to go? Mm-hmm. Is it actually? But then I started calculating how much I was spending with just rent in Kalamazoo for apartments. And I was like, wait, I'm actually, no, this is actually the cheaper option because my rent is significantly less. So it lowers my bills every month. Mm -hmm. And then over the time span that you're there, you get to actually like keep something that you're paying for, not just flush it down the toilet. It's an investment. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I, you just kind of got to be okay with it. Um, you know, I know it's a big tax write-off, so I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a very nerve-wracking process, so just make sure you got the right people around you. And don't let people sway your decisions. Like, my mom wanted, like, so much more, and it's like, um, well, we don't make that much, so we kind of have to buy what we can afford. Don't be house poor. Don't do it. Exactly. You, your your people will tell you you can afford up to a certain amount. Don't go to it because that will max you out. Well, also if you're in a relationship and you go, say you're a prey, you um, why can't I speak today? Jeez, um, say that you are pre-approved for two hundred thousand dollars, right? Yeah. You're in a couple. You know, you're buying it with your wife or your significant other or whoever. I. Advise only buy a house with your significant other who is married to you because don't be like me. Anyways, (laughs) that's a different note. (laughs) Um, So don't buy a house at 200K. No. Look for ones that are like between 100 to 150K because you don't want to max yourself out because money is already an issue enough, right? When you're in a marriage serious relationship whatever like i said don't be like me but um it's gonna put so much strain on your relationship if your house broke because like yeah you might have a house can't do anything can't go on to trips like you can hardly afford your groceries and your bills it's gonna make you start to resent each other it's gonna put so much strain on the relationship so just be smart when you're buying a house 
Um, and be money smart too. You know, think long term. Like, this is a long term investment. This isn't just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna check up here for a year or two. You know, yeah. this is a long thing. So think wisely. Be smart. I think overall, in the long term thing, it is cheaper than renting, but you have to be smart about it. Especially in this market. Yeah. Um, and another piece of advice, if you're thinking about buying and you're going to go down that process, I don't want to tell people what to do, but like, be wise with your money. Yeah. You know, start saving, make coffee at home, do the small things, you know, that can save you a little bit of money. Cause like I said, you're going to need a lot of it up front. Um, thankfully, you know, my wife and I have been saving for a very long time, so you know, it, it's going to ding us, but it's not going to, you know, make us poor or anything like that. Right. Um, so just be mindful. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all until I go further into the process. Um, hopefully no hiccups. They couldn't get the water to work in the um, kitchen sink. I don't know why. That's weird. The dishwasher ran. The water worked in every other bathroom outside, but it won't work in the kitchen. They're going to fix that, right? I hope so. Like, how are you going to wash your dishes? Well, let's hope so. Hmm. And hopefully I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Well, we'll stay tuned on that. Yeah, that and then um, we knew the AC had to be done because they took out the old unit. But now they're saying the heat's going to have to be done, too. So, yeah, that's See, probably yeah, a, a bunch four thousand dollars project. The thing with houses, like, it's definitely an investment, guys. It's It's not easy. Um, and I struggling with this too. Like I have a house and there's so many things I want to do to it to like fix it up and make it look better. But it's like, I don't have 10 grand just sitting there. Like, you know, that's the only bad thing too, is like you get a house and then you're like, oh, I need this and I need this and then blah, 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 blah. So it is a responsibility. You have to ask yourself if you're ready for that responsibility. (laughs) Not sure I was definitely, I was at that level yet but here we are now <laughs> so can't take it back can't take it back um but yeah just be responsible ask yourself if this if this is actually something that you want you're ready for you can afford and ask yourself if this is a long-term thing yeah you can't return it um so yeah we'll see how the rest you of the can't always goes. sell it though you that can is- but I know it's hard. I think they typically say you want to be in a house like three to five years mm-hmm. before you end up selling it. Um, so, yeah, we're supposed to close the 31st of this month, um, which will be perfect because I have a crazy August and a crazy September. Um, but it'll get it'll get done. It'll be nice to move in. Um, I'm so tired of a rental property. <laughs> I wish I could move in now. Like, I'm so over it. But um, we kind of wanted to talk about uh, relationships and not just, like, you know, obviously dating, um, friendships as well. Uh, You kind of brought this up earlier. Um, Well, it stemmed from uh, I'm very close with my brother, and we talk about dating and relationships all the time because I'll share my side of it from the female perspective, what what it's like to – date Mm -hmm. in your 20s and then he'll share the male perspective and we kind of like take notes I guess yeah um and this 
stem from him sharing a, a bunch of different things. But the, what I really want to talk about is when do you think it's it's time to call it quits on a relationship? And I was thinking more romantically or like when you're seeing someone for a while and you're like, okay, this isn't working, this isn't working or it's, it's staying stale or it's not moving in a progressive manner. Is it time to be like, okay, where do we go from here? Are we going to move forward together? Or is it time to... Exactly. So that's what I was thinking when I initially brought this topic up to Jordan. Um, but then he also brought up friendships as well. Yes. And this can also be implemented into relationships with family members. Yeah. Like if you're around family members that make you feel sad and t- that are toxic... When is it okay to be like, I'm going to disassociate myself from you. I'm going to take myself out of this situation because it's better for me. I mean, I'll speak like on the the friends and family thing. And that's always been a thing of mine. Just because somebody's family doesn't mean you need to be beholden to that person. Um, My philosophy is the second the that person stops serving a purpose in your life that is not positive, it's time to move on. My biggest thing is surrounding yourself with people that make you better, that make you want to be better, that make you happy. Um, toxic people have no place in in friendships and relationships. You know, I've got a friend right now and, you know, there's somebody that I know is clearly not right for them, don't deserve their friendship and everything. Um just through things that have happened. I'm not going to get into details because I don't want to call anybody out. But, um, yeah, when somebody's toxic and drains your energy and just makes you feel negative, get the fuck out of here. Exactly. See ya. Yeah, because, like, life's too short. I think also this is across the board in any type of relationship. I think when the other person starts starts to cause you more pain and more negative side effects than if they were to be out of your life. Like, if you can write down on a pro and con list of, like, okay, do I get any type of value or anything from this relationship? What would happen if they weren't a part of my life anymore? If it's better when they're in your life, okay, then maybe you're just going through a rough patch. If it's better when they're out of your life, then I think that's when to to call it quits. Um, And yeah. And I always thought in a especially romantic relationship that the beginning stages of that relationship are the best it's ever going to be between you two. Because that's the honeymoon stage. That's the I'm trying to woo him and he's trying to woo me stage. So if it's not the best fucking time of your life, then it ain't going to get any better, honey. No, it's not. <laughs> like, it's just downhill from here. Yep. So if you're not enjoying each other's company, you don't get along, that's another clear sign of, are you sure you want to invest any more time into this person before it becomes so painful to walk away because yep. I'm sure regardless of any stage, it's going to be a little stingy. It's going to be, it's going to sting a little bit, but
But the longer you're a part of a particular person's life, the harder you're going to get it, the harder it is to say goodbye yeah. and the more painful it will be. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and w- <laughs> this is going to sound very like I'm full of myself. Um, just kind of expanding on this. I've noticed, <clears throat> and for those that don't know me well, um, like I'm very like into my wife. Um, I've noticed that like I'm not like the typical guy, like the typical typical husband or significant other. Because a lot of them, like, I don't know, like just thinking of some friends, like they do their own thing. They play a lot of video games or, you know, they don't do a lot around the house or whatever. You know, I've noticed a lot of females telling me like, you know, like I'm jealous of what you have with your wife because you give her everything. You give her all your time. You work hard. Like you do all these things. And it's like. I feel bad because I'm making these other men look terrible. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, maybe you need to reevaluate your shit. Or fall for men that give you what you want in life. The good guys. We don't always finish first, but I mean, <laughs> usually you finish last. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's an inside joke there. But I just got it. Oh man, we've had these conversations before. (laughs) Jesus. Um, Yeah, you know, I, I've definitely been in relationships where I felt extremely drained, right? And I'm like, this is not it. He ain't it, honey. That's just it, you know. He ain't it. That it. That's it. <laughs> if you gotta be his mom, he ain't it. If you have to like apply for jobs for them, or, or like cut their food, or cut their food, or do their laundry, or do their laundry, or tell them to bathe. I don't know. I can't even think of Just other to ones. Do simple things. Just like I think if you had to tell them how to do some self care on themselves. Clearly, they don't care enough about themselves to even care about you. So that's when you should realize, hang on, this this ain't it. Let me figure out my own shit and figure out, okay, who am I? What do I want in life? And then if you really want to be in a relationship or really want to be with a specific person, go out and find the people that match your goals. Yep. And not settle for someone that you're like, oh, well, he's cute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Or like this can apply to men too. But yeah. I feel like it's more of a woman thing. Um, And correct me if I'm wrong. But I do feel like it's more of a woman thing of like everything I just said. I do think that women, if you're comparing men and women to each other, which is like comparing apples to oranges. We all yeah. know that. Yeah. But – I feel like women are much more catering to men and will change who they are to fit with the guy oh, than absolutely. a guy will for a girl. Oh, absolutely. And it's sad. It's like you shouldn't have to change who you are to be with somebody. No. If they don't fit with who you are automatically, then call it quits right there, sister. It's it's like a fart. <laughs> if you had to force it, it's probably shit. <laughs> I saw that on Instagram. 
I sent it to Hannah and I was like, oh, M G. I sent it to <laughs> Hannah and Emma. And I was like, that is so true. It is. The quote is, because I love it so much. And I think farts are hilarious. Like, I'm sorry. Will I might. farts ever stop being funny? No. And I hope they don't. Because <laughs> if at one point in my life, farts ever start to not be funny, that's when I know I'm boring and I've reached my peak and I'm just ready to die at that point. <laughs> like, if, if I can't grin or laugh or smile when someone says either poop or fart or shit, <laughs> that's when I know I'm boring. Um, so, anyways, the quote is, love is like a fart. If you have to force it, probably shit <laughs> probably is it probably is so and if you got to beg somebody to stay with you and yeah it's now relationships are complicated everything in life is hard staying single is hard of course being in a relationship is hard maintaining a marriage is hard maintaining a marriage maintaining a friendship is hard yep. choosing not to have friends that's lonely i wouldn't advise that no but everything in life isn't easy um, and in a relationship, I don't want you guys to take what we're saying and say, oh, well, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. That's a red flag. I'm going to go. No, that's not what we're saying. What we're saying is you have to make sure the, the good of everything and the person that you're talking about or you're thinking about right now, whether that be a relationship or a friendship, you have to make sure that the good of having them in your life outweighs the bad outweighs the bad yep nobody is perfect no everybody has flaws everyone has red flags about them well and, and it's it goes back to what i was just saying like these women think like i'm this awesome guy that's so special and does all these things for my wife and it's like i hate to tell you but sometimes it's not enough and that's nothing against gabby i've got my own faults i can be a piece of crap sometimes like I say that I'm going to do things that I don't end up doing or I wait, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it goes to what you're saying. Like, people have flaws. We're not fucking perfect. And you can't We're not ex- robots. The thing is, you can't expect perfect when you're in a relationship. No. You have to be understanding. And it's all about compromise. Compromise is key. But if it becomes to the point where you're giving and giving and giving and giving and they're just taking and taking and taking and they're sucking you dry like a freaking vampire oh, like a good way. <laughs> like a vampire then i think it's time to call it quits yeah. like right down it's so stupid it might be stupid i don't think it's stupid get yourself out a piece of paper on a notepad write it down i want you to put the left hand cons the right hand pros and i want you to list out exactly that it's a good reminder for okay i'm not perfect either do this for yourself and the other person open your mind don't be closed-minded people it's a good trick to see okay you know am i just being crazy right now you know or is it time to move on? Mm-hmm. You know, are you being, you know, ununderstandable, not understandable, you know, in a certain situation? 
I don't feel like I'm making sense anymore. <laughs> I think you're making sense. Okay. Um. No, it's just... I feel like in a relationship, too, like when you reach these points where you're debating, is it time to go? I think if you really care about somebody, you got to sit down and have that conversation of like, all right, these are our issues, mm-hmm. you know, um, and this is how we can fix them. If you're committed to each other, you'll fix them. Exactly. And you work on yourself. And, you know, somebody like me, like. I'm I'm still working on myself. I'm still doing things that I told my wife that I would do years ago. I mean, we all are working on ourselves every day. At least I hope so. But you have to have patience. Just at the first sign of like difficulty, you just run away. Like, I'm sorry, but you're probably going to do that in things that you shouldn't. Not exactly. just relationships and jobs. And, you know, it's like when if things if I quit when things got hard in my career, I would have quit a long time ago. Exactly. And I completely agree with that. I want to segue a little bit because I feel like social media does a really good job of making people think at the first sight of anything negative to run. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's actually teaching kind of an an unhealthy mindset and an it's un quitting. It's well, not only that, but an unrealistic mindset. Yeah. Like, I'm sure everyone has seen these these um, t- quote unquote TikTok influencers or uh, Instagram influencers, or like the like yeah, saying like, okay, in my best Instagram girl voice, here we go. Okay, ladies, listen. If he doesn't text you back. Within a certain time frame, he's not interested in you, honey, because if he wanted you, he would let you know. Okay, first off, people get busy. Like, maybe it's it's not even that deep. Maybe he's, like, opened it, forgot to respond. You don't know. He- so, like, it's not... <laughs> Like, you can't just automatically be like, that's a red flag. No. Like, you no. know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> or, like, um, another one that they're like, oh, if he shows too much emotion so early on in your dating, he's obsessive and possessive. So, red flag. And I'm like, okay, maybe he just has so much passion towards you and he cares about you and he, he doesn't know any other way to show you that he cares about you other than just fucking expressing it. Like, (laughs) we're not fucking robots over here, Karen. Like, I'm sorry. But, like, it's just things like that. There's, like, so many... I could go off on a tangent. But be realistic about what you, quote-unquote, say is a red flag. If it's a red flag for you, fine. But, like, don't listen to every goddamn other person. and don't get petty. Exactly. These are human lives, okay? We're not just... Some robot clan, you know, people are people. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to have downfalls. Everybody has red flags. I don't know how to stress this enough. Somebody should tell bosses that, too. People are human. Yeah. Robots. (laughs) I like it. Just saying. Just saying. I I agree. But going back to what you were saying about the texting, part of that is a game. Are you kidding me? Have you ever dated before? I I will say we've talked about this. I hate the dating game with a passion, and I know it's there. It's so stupid. It really is. Like, let's be honest. Why can't we just be adults about it? But, like, I wouldn't say it's, like, 
oh, that's a red flag. I'm screaming for the hills. No. You know what I'm saying? It's a chase. It's a chase. Do I like the game? No. I don't fuck with the game. I hate it. It's so exhausting. (sighs) Because you don't have any other choice. I hate this. This See, world I, sucks. I'm, I'm great because I don't have to worry about this. Hopefully. Well, because you're married, but you know what? But like I said, hopefully never again because divorces happen. Yes. Not saying that I think I'm going to get divorced, but, you know, it's always a possibility. I really wish I could find one of the videos that I'm talking about because it's so freaking hilarious. And you know there's a bunch of impressionable girls watching these videos like, oh, my God, my boyfriend does this. I should break up with him. I don't know if this is one, but I'm curious. No, okay, some of them I do agree with. One of the red flags was that you, when your friends and family meet them, they automatically are like, not for you. I've had it a lot where I've been in a relationship, and after we've already broken up, my family and friends will be like, oh, yeah, I'm so glad that that never, like, you guys didn't progress further because we hated him. And I'm over here like, homies, you didn't open your lips once? Yeah. Like, you could have just slipped it in there like, yeah, I think Not you could fan. do better. Like, yeah. I don't like the way he does this. Or, like, he doesn't do this. Like, I all I needed was one little seed, and you couldn't give me that? Yeah. Like, what? Because they're trying to be nice. Well, nice does only gets you so far. See, it's like, and I've always told people in my life, like, if you really care about me, tell me the truth. Yeah. I don't care if it hurts. Tell me the truth. And I'm, you know, sometimes, uh, okay, maybe this is a red flag of mine. I'm sensitive. I know I'm sensitive. Me too. I try not to take things so personally and be sensitive. But when somebody tells me not to be sensitive, it only makes me more sensitive. You it's know, like when somebody says, "Oh, just don't be anxious." Oh my gosh, I hadn't thought about that. Thanks. Before. Now you got you my just leg blew tapping. My mind. Now my leg can't stay still. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, t- uh, there's so many. Oh my gosh. Like one day I'm just gonna play all these Instagram videos that I see every day, and I'm just like, really though. Like, now you're being petty. Yeah. Now you're being really petty. Like, one of them was like, oh, my God, I would – hang on. I need to take five seconds. Just – we're going to – Here, I'll add something to this. Go ahead. Fellas, we all know about the – <laughs> Fellas, yeah, We fellas. all know about the Instagram <laughs> girls, the models, the baddies, whatever. Hey, I'm yo, here to I'm tell Maddie, you – I'm Maddie the baddie. I drive a caddy from my daddy. Hey. I'm here to tell you, the average woman doesn't look like that. Just an FYI. These girls are using filters and editing and... <laughs> come on. I'm cracking up. It's true, is it not? PSA announcement. <laughs> is it not true? I mean... I mean, I don't, but... There's others, yes. <laughs> not to toot my own horn. <laughs> But Hong Kong. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's like how to manipulate a narcissist. Why men don't fall in love. Do you guys want to hear this one real quick? Why the men don't fall in love. Hang on. Five times Courtney was the most. Men 
don't fall in love through sex. In fact, they usually lose interest. And it's because of something called testosterone. See, when men are hooking up, it's at an all-time high. But after they've done the deed, it plummets. And when that happens, they feel weak and vulnerable and want nothing to do with you. The problem is, it's the opposite for women. Because they release something called oxytocin, which is a bonding hormone that makes you feel like you're falling in love. That's why a lot of girls catch feelings after hooking up. Meanwhile, men can hit it and quit it. So moral of the story, if you want someone to like you, focus on developing emotional intimacy before physical intimacy. Men don't fall in love through sex. So, I mean, I agree with that. I agree with that, too. And it's scientific. That maybe that wasn't a good one to show. I just wanted to play something. <laughs> oh, my God. Where is it? Come on. This isn't going to end up being one of our longest episodes, if not the longest. Because uh, Maddie's over here trying to find videos. No, but it's it's for the research. It's scientific. Please hold. And we can just edit this part out. <laughs> nah, we'll leave it. <laughs> We'll, we'll leave it. <laughs> Excuse my coughing. Okay, let's see this one. Yeah, I'm done with that. She's still I mean, looking. this one I kind of agree with, too. Fuck. <laughs> You're contradicting yourself. No. Where is that... <sighs> this is a fail if I've ever heard of one. My life is a fail. Damn. I got teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Don't take that serious, okay? I just, I joke. I like dark humor. Don't judge me. I do too. John it. It's the best. Like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Um. God, it was so stupid. It was something like... If he doesn't do this, and he doesn't do that, and he doesn't do this, then he's not into you. And it's like, well, that's not exactly true. Um, It could just be, I don't know, timing is everything in my opinion. Timing is everything. And people aren't just this one-size-fits-all type Thing. Like, you can't just put a label on one type of person and expect every type of person to be like that. Like, it just, it doesn't work like that. And that's what I try to tell people. They don't listen because people don't want to listen to other humans. It's scientifically proven. We just don't want to do it. We just want to do our own thing. Exactly. Which, fine. Like, I don't really like being told what to do either. So, I get it. But at the same time, you can't just place a label on everything. Um, did you find it yet? Dude, I'm really trying. <laughs> She's struggling over here. I'm on the struggle bus. She almost couldn't say struggle bus. Dude. I wonder if they can hear that beeping. How have you not found this yet? I don't know. I can't find it. So you just keep looking. Yeah. <laughs> um. uh. I mean, I kind of feel like I already said it. 
You probably did, and we just wasted all this time. You know, here's one, but I actually kind of agree with this one, so it doesn't even... Plans you should never ignore when dating someone new. Number one, inconsistent communication. He's constantly hot and cold. Number two, his words and his actions don't add up. He likes you so much, yet you don't hear from him for days. He makes plans with you, but then he cancels, never reschedules. He tells you he's going to call you a certain time, but then he just never does. Number three, he tells you he loves you on the first or second date. I know it's so nice to hear, but baby, trust me when I tell you, run. Three massive red flags you should never ignore when dating someone new. Number one. So, I kind of agree with a lot of what she said, right? But like I said, sometimes people do get busy. And yeah. you have to remember that. And I would just, again, you have to go back to that communication. Yep. Where it's like, dude, are you, like, interested in me? Or not. Or not. Because if you're not, fine. Um, and this goes to another video that I like to watch. This one's from a guy, so I feel like it's more trustworthy because, like, guys know guys, right? Girls think Some that they know. Some guys do. But the thing is, if it's coming from a guy, I would trust it more than a girl because girls think they know guys, but they really don't, you know? Like, you don't. we try to think that we know guys. You don't. But we're not men, so how can we even know? We can't even, we don't have the same hormones, so we can't even think the same. Here are three signs he only wants something casual with you. Number one, he's not clear on his intentions. He's ambiguous about what he wants, and he tells you he wants to go with the flow. Number two, he doesn't invest in you. Because he doesn't see a future with you, he doesn't take the time to get to know you properly. And finally, number three, he keeps his distance. To avoid any attachment, he keeps his distance by being hot and cold with you. If you like this tip, follow for more. Here are three signs. So that that. one I definitely agree with. So some of these are helpful, but the ones I'm talking about are like, that are so out there. I'm just like, come on. Yeah, like the conspiracy theory-ish ones. Yeah. Three major mistakes to avoid making if you're texting a guy you like. Number one, driving the entire conversation. Texting is like ping pong. So if you're asking him all the questions and he's giving you really short replies, then he's not that interested. Number two, checking in. I get that this is an innocent text, but it's also low-key desperate. Because the thing is, if a guy really likes you, you're not going to have to check in and remind him of your existence. And number three, sending long-ass messages. Especially with details that weren't asked. Keep it short and to the point. Follow for more and good luck. Three major mistakes. Um, thoughts? I don't know. I don't know if I agree with all that. I don't, and here's why. If I so I don't think there's really a texting mistakes that you can do because if you're texting someone and they don't like what you're doing, then clearly he's not for you. So I don't like the fact that it was like automatically like, here's what you're doing wrong. It's like, no, if that's you and that's your personality, then be you. Mm-hmm. But like the person that you're trying to communicate with, if he has a problem or she has a problem with what you're doing, not for you. No. But like it shouldn't be labeled as like, oh, this is an issue. Like, no, it's just who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really wish I could figure out those red flags. It's like that really popular one where it's like the beat goes, doom, 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 run. You know know what I'm talking about? And one of them was, he says, I love you on the first or second date. Which, yeah, okay. But that's kind of a little crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the other ones. I really wish I did. The Ted Mosby. Yeah, I posted Ted. <laughs> Have you met I think Ted? I'm in love with you. <laughs> Probably not a great thing for the first date. 
Yeah. Um. He trying to get in your pants. Man, you know what? The sucky thing about this is I'm going to figure out all these ones that I'm trying to talk about. But I feel like everyone gets the point. They do. Like, you all know what I'm talking about, right? The, the ones on Instagram that are like, if he does this, if he does this, run. Red flag. Red flag number two. Red flag number five, 55. Red flag 101. Like, it's like... Anything could be a red flag. Literally everything. Me breathing could be a red flag to somebody. Like, yeah. it's just it's just what you make out of it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say a lot of petty little shit is really going to matter in the grand spectrum of things. No. So don't be petty. And, no. like, remember that we're all humans. And I know we've talked about, like, more specifically, like, dating and relationships that way. But also be kind to people and your friends, too. Yeah. Your friends... Maybe they do some things that are, like, some things that are, like, wow, that's not being a good friend. By the end of the day, they're human, too. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone makes mistakes. Yes. Don't hold a grudge based on one little thing. Yep. Talk about it with yep. them. Communicate. Tell them how you're feeling. Say, you know what? That kind of bothered me. Can we dive in? You know, be freaking adults. Hello. Mm-hmm. I'm on some shit today. You are. She is on one. A little fiery over here. Steaming. Uh, <laughs> I'm on fire. God, this all these girl jokes is on fire. <laughs> you low-key crazy as fuck. You're just crazy as hell. I just, I like jokes. You know I'm what? Chandler. Do you know what I figured out? You ever think that you have, like, maybe you have some type of theme song? Yeah. And you're like, if I were in a movie, I have a theme song. Yeah. Y'all want to hear what my theme song oh, is? I'm, I'm not sure that I do. Ready? Oh, God. Can we play this on the radio? Well, it's not. It, Ready? It's not this would be my the theme radio. song. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh, you fancy, fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? I remember when this came out, I was still in high school. Everything. I don't know what my theme song would be. (laughs) Yes, I am, Drake. I'm fancy. (laughs) That's Swiss Beats. And Drake. Yeah, but the person that was singing was Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats and T.I. Yes, that was Swiss Beats. Um, But that's my theme song. I don't so, know what mine would be. Um, now it's not Jordan Belfort. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Uh, you know what it would be? It would probably be, who lives on the pineapple under the sea? <laughs> or, um, I'm a goofy girl, bro. Rock. <laughs> Guys, he loves SpongeBob. Uh, I love a lot of things. My leg. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting that tattoo, by the way. Oh, my God. Backstory. Broke my ankle a year ago, had surgery, so I'm I'm getting that my leg tattoo. Um, But I should probably cut it off here before we go for a full hour of just Nothing. Um, yeah, you've got to, like, edit some stuff because that was way too long and we tried to find that fucking thing. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just going to leave it. No. I'm just going to leave it. All the awkwardness. Okay. <laughs> uh, next week will be... A baker's dozen, 13. Um, <laughs> what? What? 
This week was cheaper by the dozen. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. It's 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 about that time. Yeah. We're almost at the forty-five minute mark. I did not think it would go that long. Oh God. We hardly had anything to talk about to start. And with. then all of a sudden, I went on this rampage. Yeah. But you know what? I feel like they understood. I was talking about the Instagram. People are like, "If he has us, if he does, it's like shut the fuck up, Karen. No one cares. Nobody cares." <laughs> so, all right. um, let's wrap it up. Like I said, next week we should be here. Why wouldn't we? I don't know. I'm just thinking about my schedule. I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's we... not a holiday. I know. I'm just thinking. Yeah. Okay. Out loud. Um, thinking probably out shouldn't loud. do that. Like but... Ed Sheeran. Yeah, thinking out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I played that song earlier. I heard it. I'm sure you did. All right. All right. Um, well, this is it. Yeah. This is the damn thing. We did the damn thing. <laughs> We're done with the damn thing. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Lord knows what we'll talk about. Oh, um, it's always something weird. Yeah. All right. Toodaloo. Bye. Bye.